welcome to this week's Talking Codswallop. I am a very positive and happy Gemma. <laughs> I, I, I believe I've gone into the twilight zone, or it's, you know, it's, uh, you know going to the, uh, into like Erie, Indiana. Because if Gemma's been positive and happy, I'm scared. But as ever, I am James. <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> I've actually got um, Erie, Indiana on DVD in my room. I feel like I need to crack that open now and watch it now. Mm. So, yeah. We're now in the outer limits as well. Yeah, absolutely. It's been, (laughs) yeah, I was going to say, it's been out of uh, so many years since I've seen it. So if you make any references to it, I probably won't get it for the time being. But yeah, it's, uh, but it is definitely a a good programme. I remember it being very good. Eerie Indiana was the weirdest thing though, because you get the impression that it ran for a really long time, but I think it was only one series of it. I don't think there were even that many episodes. But I think what happened a lot is that it just got repeated on television on Channel 4 again and again and again. Yeah. And it gets stuck in your memory. I know there was like a spin-off, Airy Indiana, The Next Generation or something, but that oh. wasn't as successful as, as the original run was. Oh, okay. I don't remember that, but yeah, I definitely remember the Airy Indiana. So, um, yeah, it was very much like ghost, uh, Goosebumps, wasn't it, in some ways? I, I never... I didn't... I mean, I'll, I'll have to take your word on that. I, I yeah. never saw Goosebumps, so... Okay, fair enough. No, I was I really loved the books and I loved the TV program when that came out as well. So, uh, so I guess this is what we're starting talking about this week. <laughs> yeah, weird, slightly weird TV show that some of our salty tadpoles won't have a clue what it is. Those who do, congratulations, well done. Uh, if you don't know what it is, there is such a thing called Google and the internet, and you too will be able to learn all about it. But yeah, Erin yeah. Denham was a a very weird kind of. Um, it was sent around two young, well, I was going to say young, but maybe what, teenagers maybe, or maybe a little yeah. younger than that, and the weird goings on in Indiana where they lived, and it, uh, yeah, I just loved it as a show, I thought it was great, and they used to show it, I think, in the in like the holidays, it was on in the mornings, and then I think when it, its original run, it might have been on the early evening on Channel 4. Yeah, it was probably just after school time, wasn't it, as well? So that, you know, when you'd get home, you'd be like, oh my God, I need to get home quick and watch Erie, Indiana, because I can't record it. <laughs> I, I think it was even later than that. I think it oh, really? was like these six o'clock things, yeah, that was on. Or maybe not that late, but yeah, I'm sure, I'm pretty sure it was an evening show. So that's ah. Salty Tadpoles, that is your job. Find out as much as you can about Erie and in, Indiana and get back to us. <laughs> okay, that sounds like a good plan. <laughs> I mean, I could just crack open the box, like, like I said, and actually just, you know, the information no, no. might be there. But, you know, no, no, no you're no, right. No, 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 salty tablets have got to work for their meal. So, uh... <laughs> yeah, we'll wait. We'll just sit here and wait. <laughs> Anyone got the information yet? <laughs> oh, dear. So how have you been for the last, uh, well, I'll say week, but uh, mm-hmm. you always know that I mean since the last time we recorded so how have you been i've not been too bad i uh you know saw my uncle today my uncle and aunt just briefly they dropped off some christmas presents which was nice we oh. i passed on the ones that were from us and yeah it's not been too bad too not too bad at all how was how has your your week gone so far because we're really deep into the week aren't we two days yeah i know 
<laughs> well, we won't talk about work life. Okay. <laughs> yes, because I thought I might just cry. But uh, yeah, it's been uh, it's been a bit insane. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's not been too bad. I didn't end up going to the Christmas party because I, I can't remember if I talked to you personally about it or if I talked about it on the podcast as well. But um, yeah, last Friday I was supposed to be going to the. Um, works Christmas party but I just felt awful and I just didn't Mm -hmm. you know I couldn't face it basically so you know they all looked I saw some pictures today and they all looked like they had a reasonably fun time so that's that's good and the feedback is that the food took a long time to come out so I guess people had cod's wallop at the mill because apparently uh, with regards to like desserts and stuff they didn't come out until like half 11 at night or something ridiculous like that it's like what that is late yeah that's very late the problem with all of the parties certainly for christmas ones, is they now set it in tight super spreader events as well yeah <laughs> well that's the, that's the other thing as well because um you know there's been a couple of people that were in the because i was in the office yesterday not for long but you know i was in until about half past 12 because that's sort of how long i can cope with it at the moment and um you know <laughs> they're gonna have to put up with that because that's the best i can do but anyway um yeah, they were all like all sniffling and like they had really bad colds and stuff like that. And I was kind of like, well, I'm glad I didn't go to the Christmas party because otherwise you'd guarantee I would have got it. I mean, I may still get it because of being in the office, but, you know, it's if it's just a cold, then it's just a cold. But, you know, obviously on top of everything else, it's uh, it can be a bit painful for me. But there we have it. And so. Unfortunately, it is the season, but yeah, mm. when I was talking to one of my former colleagues who'd been to a really big, I mean, this is last year, there'd been a really Chris, big Christmas doing everybody ended up getting COVID. Yeah. It roaringly ran through them. Yeah. Well, that's it, isn't it? It's just everybody in the same room and it's, yeah. we're talking like 200 people. I think, I mean, obviously not. I think the employee, oh, sorry, I just hit my microphone. Um, I think the employee um, level is up to about 200 people. But I don't know, obviously, if everybody sort of went and stuff like that. So, but, you know, the pictures looked very good. They were of the same people all the time as well. <laughs> but there you have it. <laughs> so, so, so basically, what you tell me is probably in total about ten people went, and one industrious little photographer was going around going, "Take it from this angle, take it from that angle, take it from this angle." <laughs> I mean, there was definitely yeah. the illusion of crowds of people. Yeah, there was definitely more than ten people because you know there was quite a few pictures. But you know, it's it's just like when you're at school. You know, you've always got the popular people, haven't you, who are always like hogging the camera kind of thing, and that's that's kind of what it looked like to me but you know i'm sure that's not the case and i'm sure it's all an illusion you know blah 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 but uh yeah that but they did do a fancy dress which was um heroes and villains or something along those lines but it was definitely villains anyway and uh there was um one of our it guys dressed up as harley quinn and he looked amazing so i have to say that that he looked amazing (laughs) but Whatever works for him, he wants to dress up as her. That's that's fine by me. Yeah, it's all good. It sounds interesting. Yeah, we. Yeah, uh, certainly an interesting event. Yeah, I thought you were going to say like the IT guy dressed up as like I don't know one of the IT guys at like Die Hard or something. <laughs> oh, it's funny you talk about Die Hard. It is. It's funny because it we might be considering discussing that at some point. You never know. You never know. 
tis the season to be diehard. La 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 la. <laughs> so yeah, we, the, we, I will. Yeah, Sorry, I'll just on. say with my with my uh, my recently acquired knowledge of Die Hard, I actually reckon I could, if they ever remake Die Hard, I could be in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You would, you would be one of the Germans though. But anyway, oh um, yes, let's not talk yes. about this. But anyway, yes, yeah, we're straying into into territory we we may be straying into in another time. So. Yeah, because yeah, basically what's happening is is that next week we have a movie review, and for those that have been listening intently to the podcast and to all that we say you will know what film we're reviewing if you weren't listening you can either rewind it or you can um just have a surprise next week yeah but if you weren't listening wake up from your coma yeah (laughs) yoohoo but um yes so i think it was because we both decided uh, well both realized that we hadn't seen the film Nope. wasn't it so nope never yep. yep so yeah the, the, again we no, no no more comments can be made but there <laughs> is a clue in what we've been discussing it may or may not be um a film we we you know the film we we may or may not discuss maybe the one we may or may not review who yeah. knows tune in to find out yeah yeah exactly yeah i'm sure you'll be hardly dying to find out <laughs> mm. <laughs> did you like that I did, and all I'm going to say in the uh, in the future plans to review a film. Let's see if I can find a DC link. Why not? Let's see. Let's see. But anyway, we'll talk about it next week. Mm. Uh, well, we will. Shh, James, in a couple of days. <laughs> in fact, tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but shh, don't tell the salty tadpoles. No. No, no, we won't. We, I no. know nothing. No English. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. But um, no, uh, well, one thing that popped into my mind a second ago as well mm-hmm. was a, a sort of like I said about school and, you know, the popular kids and stuff like that. Uh, I was just wondering what the etiquette is, right, on um, if it's been 23 years and you see a person that bullied you while you were at school do you know like you just randomly see them in a shop it because they were horrible to you in school can you punch them in the face or is that not good etiquette um, that, that's probably not good etiquette as uh. i understand that i mean what i would suggest is there is another option of dealing with these kind of things which mm-hmm. is i call it the brian quinn approach which is you wait long enough until and hoping that they will pass away before you and you do something to the at and on their grave. And if you don't know what it is, salty tadpoles, you've got to start listening to a bit of, uh, you know, tell them Steve Dave. That's the ultimate way of dealing with it. Yeah, because they need our well, promotion. But yeah, yeah, yeah. To, just, just to give you a clue, it, to, 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 to undertake this, this potential act, will require roughage and coffee. And that's all I'm going to say. Yep. Yep. And being able to count to number two, <laughs> but no, it was it was quite funny because today we're well, not funny, but I saw um, basically when I was at school there was this one girl that was like quite a nasty bully, and uh, she you know picked on me and stuff like that as well. And uh, I saw her today in a shop. I, I mean, I obviously didn't punch her, but I just carried on walking past her because you know, like I knew you know it's not good etiquette to actually punch someone, but. At the same time, the thoughts were going through my head going, oh, I'd love to just knock you into one of the shelves right now. <laughs> you know? and See, her hair looked... Give you a round of applause all- there. 
Thank Gonna you. Gonna give you a round of applause. You centred the rage. You didn't do anything I, that get you in trouble. I, I, to be honest, I'll, I'll, I'll let the salty tables into another secret here as well. I'm actually a nice person. James just pretends that I'm a horrible person because he is masking the fact that he is a horrible person. So he wants me to be brought down to his level. So um, that's what's going on there. But, Just uh, to clear things up, salty tadpoles. These are all lies and falsehoods. Uh, Jimmy is indeed a, a <laughs> indeed a rageful, angry person. Um, it's just constant, unremitting anger. In fact, if she was a, an electric heater, the house would burn down with the heat of her rage. It'd always be warm, though. <laughs> <laughs> Not denying it. (laughs) (laughs) And if anyone wondered what my noise of was, that was my nose growing, by the way, like Pinocchio. (laughs) And soon the the, the monitor will be destroyed by the nose growth. But anyway, so you were mentioning this person's hair. Oh, I was just I was just being catty, really, more than anything. Ah. But her hair looked like a right mess as well. Ah. So, you know, she's not the prim and proper girl that she used to be at school. So maybe her life's gone to shit as well. And and that's fine. <laughs> I, I hope so, because she was horrible. <laughs> Sorry, but there's, there's so much. I've, just, I've been reading parts of a book called Nomad, one of the comedy kind of Alan Partridge uh, books. Okay. And it just reminds me of Alan Partridge, where he's saying, like, needless to say, I had the last laugh. Yeah. Yeah, my hair, so I, actually, I actually looked really nice in that shop and she looked horrible. Yeah, and Alan's got to know about his need for revenge against people that he's plotting against them. <laughs> yeah, I think after 23 years, I think I should just let it slide now. But, you know, you know, she she caused me a lot of pain at the time. So, you know, maybe she deserves to have the pain back occasionally, but not in a really torturous way, I guess. But. So, interest, interesting question here, Gemma, is Go. do you think she recognised you? I don't know. I recognised her. I think she probably will have because I did go for a job interview. I think I've actually said this on the podcast before, but um, it's been a while now. But I—it's not like your haunted house story. <laughs> I went for a, um, and you know what I mean. Uh, I went for a job interview basically, and she was the person who was interviewing me with alongside another okay. guy. Yeah. And I was like, oh no, it's all right. I, I don't want this job, thank you. You know, she bullied me at school, and I'm not interested in working alongside her. <laughs> You should have said that during the interview. No, I did. I did, James. Oh, right, you did. Oh, yeah. excellent. Excellent. And I bet the temperature in the room dropped dramatically at that point. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. A frosty, no, frostiness yeah. descended. Yeah, absolutely. So, no, I, I just, like, to the guy, I didn't even face, you know, I didn't even, like, give her eye contact when I said it. Mm-hmm. You know, I just said, look, this job isn't for me if, if, you know, I'm probably a good candidate for this job, but I'm not. I'm not willing to take this job on because of her, you know, blah, blah, blah. But, uh, yeah, I think it was one of the first times I really stood up for myself as well. So, uh, it was bravo me, really. Well done. I was going to say, ooh, burn point, burn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> talking, about, talking about burns, I've still not quite mm-hmm. got over the salty tadpole burns from last week as well. They were so funny. <laughs> they, were, they were shocking, but shockingly good. But yeah. they were indeed shocking. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I've really been up to this week, and I don't think that there is, to be honest. 
Um, well, let, let's be honest. This is not the time where you want to go out and do that many things. It's just cold nah. and dark all the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I like winter. Yeah, exactly. And it's, you know, it's like all sort of preparing for Christmas and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I've I've got all my Christmas presents now, which is all good. Needs wrapping. But uh, mm-hmm. apart from one, because one just got posted to someone. Wink, wink. I don't know who. The, yeah, I don't know who that is. You know, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to be doing uh, basically salted tadpoles. Me and James have sent each other a present. Uh, it's supposed to be just a bit of silliness, really. And we, you know, we had a sort of maximum of X to spend, sort of thing. And uh, you know, I hope you spend up to X, not below x but you know um no it don't really matter but um it was just something to you know be silly and we're gonna do mm-hmm. an episode and it'll probably be released on the friday before christmas because mm-hmm. we're not going to want to promote things on christmas day are we i just want to get drunk no. on christmas day if i'm honest and um and james will probably just want to be in a caffeine food coma <laughs> kind of high. thing no no i'll be on a caffeine high i'll be loaded with food but i'll spend a caffeine high yeah. getting nice and jittery yeah so your brain will just be like i don't know whether to sleep or eat sleep or eat sleep or eat neither never no. sleep just keep consuming the caffeine yeah yeah exactly <laughs> but um yeah so we're going to do an episode but we also might do it on um video as well so that you right. can see what mm-hmm. gifts we've got for each other mm-hmm. so we just, can see just what they you, are yep just give you forewarning for the video so i the salty tadpoles don't have to see me i'll be wearing a yeezy inspired hood over my head <laughs> <laughs> but don't worry salty tadpoles i'm not anti-semitic or mental well okay i'm slightly mental but i'm not yeah. anti-semitic and racist <laughs> no no 100 you're not that but uh yes you are mental because yeah. well, i mean who would sign up for this podcast and not be mental eh? exactly <laughs> oh god that was that was woody the woodpecker <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. oh yes you are a, very good thank you i'm impressed <laughs> I will take the win. <laughs> oh dear. So, yeah, I don't think otherwise. I don't think anything else is really sorted. So, you know, I think everything else is sort of sorted for mm-hmm. this week. So, um, yeah, have you got your what? Christmas shopping sorted? Uh, I think so, unless I see a few things that kind of grab my attention that look like they're worth getting. But no, I think all bases are covered on that front. Um, yeah. Yourself? Yeah, yeah, all sorted. I said this earlier. Thank you for listening. Um, <laughs> you remember a few minutes ago when I just said <laughs> yeah, this I sentence? Do, I do, yeah. I, I do, but I've just, I was more working on the idea of were you going to say if anything else had grabbed your attention sort of thing. <laughs> no, no, I'm pretty much done, to be honest. I've uh, I've actually, you know, I've, I've not, because um, for my brother, sister-in-law and nieces, we've decided to not to get gifts this year because everyone's sort of struggling a bit you know financially Mm -hmm. with outgoings and whatnot and my nieces don't earn masses so you know we've just said that we're not we're not going to bother getting presents for each other it's more important to actually see each other rather than actually spend money on each other and i think that's the important part isn't it that's where you and i operate differently i (laughs) ask for the gift of not seeing the people but anyway that's just me but what i would say is that the ultimate gift you could give is you could give them a subscription to a year of talking codswallop 
I know. The gift that just keeps on giving. I know. <laughs> Give a little voucher. <laughs> I know. And also, if they'd have signed up to it a couple of weeks ago, they would have got a Black Friday deal, wouldn't they, James? <laughs> they would have done, yes. It would have been the greatest deal known to man. It would have knocked Amazon and all the other businesses out the park. So, frankly, that's their loss. Yeah. They failed. You've gone down. Da- they've gone right down on the on the li- on the the naughty coal list. Yep. Uh, but they failed themselves. So you know. It's yeah. not our problem. No, we can't. We can't ask. We can't ask for you know. We can't force people to listen. Is what I'm trying to say. But we sure but as hell can God, ask. By, I was going to say, by God, we've tried to force them to listen. By God, we have. <laughs> You've heard of water torture. We, yeah. we do the codswallop torture. <laughs> yeah, sound torture. Yeah. <laughs> Unfiltered. <laughs> Although codswallop torture sounds a bit gross, doesn't it? It sounds like it, we're pooing on their heads. <laughs> See, that's interesting that your mind automatically goes to that. I just thought about the idea of slapping them around with a fish or something. But hey, if you want to talk about, you know, if that's where your mind goes, I'm not, whatever makes you happy as long as no you know it's consenting adults and nobody's hurt run with it exactly yeah as long as everyone's happy that's fine that's all mm. that we do it for that's true <laughs> um there was another thing as well uh this was actually a couple of weeks ago but last recording i may have got a little bit heated with a certain bird so um, <laughs> a little blue bird <laughs> so i forgot to mention it but mm-hmm. um, I actually saved a dog a couple of weeks ago, James. Okay. I don't see how this links to Twitter, but I'm intrigued. It doesn't, Tell me more. No, it doesn't link to Twitter because it's just the fact that I um, forgot to actually mention it because I got very, very angry at uh, mm-hmm. Twitter last week. So, um, yeah, basically what happened was is that a, a dog had run across the road and you know like run away from its owner basically mm-hmm. uh you know as they do they got off the get off the lead and uh they just mm-hmm. leg it basically some of them and um yeah so this dog was running 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 and uh what uh, i saw it turn down the road and like the owner was quite far away so i quickly indicated and went down the road obviously there was nothing coming and uh pulled over and grabbed the dog and uh, waited for the owner to sort of turn up. And I was like, oh, here you go. I got your dog. <laughs> so I, um, yeah, because it was quite a busy road it was heading to. So uh, I was a bit worried that it was actually going to, uh, you know, run off into the really bad traffic kind of thing. But uh, yeah, so I, I saved a dog, you know. Well done. I mean, your first Thank mistake you. was you indicated, but, you know, never. We'll you always got to indicate. Move that to one side. Yeah. Uh, indicating is just not required, clearly. It is. It is indicating. Indicating is required because you need to let other people know on the road where you're going. That, to be fair, Excuse it is me. true because the most, the, the most important thing is that someone doesn't run into the back of you. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing as well, actually. Yesterday, I was driving, I was doing my... What have I done? What have I unleashed? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this was actually a bit scary, to be honest, because it was... Um, it Basically, I was driving and I was doing 30 mile an hour. You know, it was the 30 zone. So, and after being caught speeding a couple of times and also having a couple of accidents, I tend to stick to the speed limit as much as possible nowadays. Um, Gemma so- says she stuck to the speed limit, but she winks to corporate. <laughs> no no not at all no i really do now uh you know since the accidents at least because you know they're sort of giving me a little bit of the jitters and whatnot but anyway and um yeah yeah this white van was behind me 
yesterday when I was driving and it was really close like almost I could have got out of the car and said would you like me to give you a lift somewhere because you know it was it was almost bumper to boot kind of thing but um in the end I mean it overtook me but mm-hmm. it really really unsettled me you know mm. it was um it was right up my ass and it was I wasn't going to go any faster because I was doing the speed limit you know and I was out of principle I also wasn't going to go any faster just because mm-hmm. he was pushing me to go faster you know so yeah but it was still still gave me the jitters a little bit after having somebody sort of slam into the back of me before mm-hmm. and that sounds rude again but you know I didn't it's, mean it that way it's when you have to I mean with like when people do that to me which doesn't happen much you do I do also have to resist the urge to kind of break <laughs> just like yeah. asshole yeah I know. I absolutely know what you mean. Because if I had slammed on the brakes for Mm -hmm. a a real reason rather than just to, you know, annoy him or whatever, he would have he would have gone into the back seat rather than just into the back of me, you know, because he was take your foot off the accelerator. Just keep slowing down slowly. (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, like I said, out of principle, I wasn't going to go any faster Mm -hmm. than what I was doing. You know, I wasn't driving slower than 30 I was probably going over a little bit you know but not by much but still it just it just makes you feel really unnervy doesn't it and it's um it's no need for it either so I was just relieved when he overtook me and I went on his merry way and then got stuck behind somebody else and had to do probably less speed than he was doing behind me but you know there you have it the other option is just to pull over you know pull over and let them overtake you but i do know what you mean yeah yeah the annoyance factor but it always gives you that real sense of satisfaction when you catch up with them they're like you're going hey that worked out for you didn't it <laughs> yes yeah that's the other thing yeah that is uh that is definitely something that you know i quite enjoy doing as well so <laughs> make sure you lock the car though first <laughs> i still get i still get that moment of ultimate joe when you get like young lads in like crappy little cars like trying oh. to get up the the back side so i let them go past and then i just generally burn past them yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like you you can hear them sort of when they come to the traffic lights you know that like sometimes you've got the traffic lights and you've got like a dual lane like two lanes mm-hmm. that go the same way or whatever i'm not sure if dual lane was actually the right <laughs> word then but um yeah you know you get these these uh boy racers revving their engine sort of thing and i i love just <laughs> not not being part of it but still overtaking them you know because i'm like in an automatic so i haven't got to mm-hmm. worry about gear changes and stuff like that so <laughs> to, be, to be fair with me it's more like if they're trying to do that i'm like huh yeah i've got an engine about twice the size of yours yeah <laughs> let's see how this goes <laughs> and my car's probably younger as well in in your yeah. sense yeah probably <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a very car corner. We seem quite settled say, in car corner. It is. We, we have settled in car corner, but I'm intrigued. Are, are they going to be your cod's wallet, Gemma? Is that what's PDR? No, to be honest, I'm not having cod's wallet this week. Um, my co-host has been informing me that I have been too angry of late, and mm. I am not bringing cod's wallet. I am refusing to bring cod's wallet, and uh, I Ooh, just I like. I, but I'll, I assume yeah, I like you won't have any it, either. No, I like. I like the way you've done it. It's been sneaky codswallet by the back door. You know, angry oh. driving, all that sort of stuff. That's what she said. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but a bump. <laughs> no, that was just a genuine that actually really, you know, like it actually really mm-hmm. um, gave me the jitters sort of thing. I was going to mm-hmm. say it scared me. It didn't scare me. It just, 
it just brought back memories of uh, being in car accidents and stuff. Take, take the plate details down. Yeah, I That's, couldn't. If you can ever get a chance, take the plate yeah. details down. Yeah, yeah, you should do that. I, I didn't think to, to be honest. I was just so relieved when they overtook me. So, um, you know, stupid white van drivers probably working for Amazon because they, you know, probably busting for a wee because they work for Amazon. Actually, to be fair, <laughs> we've had a go, but the poor guy throwing up could be like working for Amazon under so much pressure to get deliveries out yeah. within a certain time. Yeah, yeah. and he's like, "Fuck's no, sake, I'm still, still behind this stupid." He's on another podcast yeah. now, ranting yeah. and raving about this stupid Vauxhall yeah. Corsa that wouldn't get out of his way. <laughs> yeah. He's pretty like all these bloody Corsa drivers always driving slow, slowly, and I'm trying to get stuff to people's houses. I have less than a five minute window. Yeah. And and I overtook her and she wasn't an old person. Yeah. Why was she driving so stupidly? <laughs> yeah, probably. So, sorry. Sorry. Um, let's call you Bert. Sorry, Bert. Yeah. But, Bert, you still <laughs> yeah. shouldn't be riding cars, you know, being that close. It's wrong, I tell you. Wrong, wrong, yeah. wrong. Yeah, absolutely. So, have you got any cards while up this week? Not that I know. Of. Not that I can, I'm trying to think. Has any has anything happened that's that's no, not really. No, no. There's nothing no. that's been a major problem for me. I guess this week, Touchwood, which is a positive thing. It's it's okay. It is, but that's um, the whole. That's not the point of uh, talk of uh, talking codswallop in general. But also, what a load of codswallop is it? <laughs> I, ha- I have no codswallop. Uh, touch wood. It'll, something will probably happen in the next few days, knowing knowing the way things happen. Yeah. But touch wood. So far, it's okay. Good. Well, if anything happens, just remember to write it down mm-hmm. for uh, yes. another yes. recording. So yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll leave. I'll leave myself a message like a memo. Yeah, yeah. Stick it on your forehead, yeah. <laughs> and then you'll see it every time you look in the mirror. <laughs> 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 write it backwards so you actually can read yeah. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, have you been watching anything fun recently? Obviously, I know we're doing a movie review, mm-hmm. which you know ah. we're talking about next week, but. Uh, uh, I'm thinking, uh, no, I don't think I really have, to be honest. I've not actually, I, I kept wanting to watch Tulsa King, but I've not been, not you know, I've missed a few episodes of that one. Uh, and I haven't got a chance to see the Wednesday, uh, program about Wednesday Adams that I've heard yeah. good things about. And I've gathered you've enjoyed that as well. Yeah, um, I've literally binge watched all yeah. of them now. So, uh, um, yeah. I thought it was really good. I'm not going to say much about it no. because obviously you've not watched it. So, no. Um, but no, I think, yeah, t- it's one of Tim Burton's at his finest moments kind of thing. Um, I love Tim Burton. So he can't mm-hmm. really do much wrong. Um, mm-hmm. He probably has. If I look through his like film, what uh, might be the one when, oh, what was it? I can't remember the... Um, the- don't worry, kids. Gemma hasn't stroked out. She's she, just trying to remember something. Yeah, she has. No, she hasn't, definitely. But no, the one where um, he was... Uh, Johnny Depp was the the man who shaves... Oh, God, what was it called? Oh, Sweeney Todd. Yeah, I didn't like that version. I didn't right. like that. That was probably the first and only Tim Burton that I've not liked. Um, did you, did, did so. you like Planet of the Apes with Marky Mark? I never actually watched them, so I don't know. So yeah. I, a lot of people seem to really hate that film, but I didn't. I didn't mind. It wasn't too, but you know, I didn't think it was too bad. It it just depends what you obviously want from it. But yeah, yeah I think it, I mean, I liked Tim Burton's stuff. He's 
directed some damn weird stuff. You know, that fact, the fact you mentioned Tim Burton, the last thing I did watch um, was Batman Returns because it's kind of yeah. Christmassy. It is a Christmas film of sorts, and uh, yeah, I enjoyed that. So I watched that of late, and that was really good. And yeah, a lot of people seem to like that one as well. Yep. I re I also started watching. Um, I actually haven't finished, but to be honest, it's one of those films that I've seen mm-hmm. so many times. I literally know all the words. But um, Nightmare Before Christmas. So, and I was just like, ah, eh. not. I don't watch nope. it as a Christmas film. I literally can watch it any time around, and uh, you know, I don't think of it as a Christmas film, even though it's got the word Christmas and there's a Christmas theme. It literally can be watched any time. But um, yeah, it's. Uh, it, yeah, it's still one of my favourite films and I I sit there watching it and I'm like singing along with all the songs, you know, because I'm like, I know literally word for word practically what everything is about to happen, you know. But yeah, I do. I love that I, film. To be fair, I had that with a few of the lines in Batman Returns where I know them well enough to, yeah. you know, to, to be able to deliver them. But I've not actually seen A Nightmare Before Christmas, so <gasps> it's another one that I'm going to have to stick in the list of things I need to watch. Oh, uh, yeah. It, you, um, do you have disney plus or not no but i'm sure i can find it somewhere but oh, it's yeah. chris sarandon isn't it who does the uh the voice to it who was in fright night um, yeah he's the the maybe. voice to skellington and then he's i think i can't remember who the singing voice was was he danny elfman did the singing he definitely does the music um yeah. i've never actually looked into who the characters are to be completely honest so um yeah i don't know the answers unfortunately but i just know that yeah, because Jack Skeleton is real. He's not voiced by someone, James. He's real. Okay, I'm gonna have to pull <laughs> back the old uh, thing and ruin Gemma's Christmas and day. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am fully aware that it is an animation, and uh, for so many years I used to call that an animation rather than an animation. So I have to pause it every time I go to say it now. But uh, yeah, I do highly recommend. You know, and I mean, if you want to watch on Disney Plus and, you know, a friend could maybe sneak you a code to maybe wow. log on. That, but we would, obviously that would never, ever happen. No. But uh, and I just want to point out, amination sounds like some sort of medical procedure. I know. It's He's going in for an amination. How long has he got? I don't know. Let's see how long he lasts. Let's see if he gets through the whole procedure. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But he, yeah, I, I don't know. I think because I always, you know, with being dyslexic and stuff like that, like words just get muddled up and letters get what muddled up in my uh in my brain oh there's a helicopter going across again as usual on a tuesday a helicopter's going across so there we are some lovely what background noise what did you do what chaos know. have you created i, I do it every Shocking. tuesday apparently yeah <laughs> i think uh, i have done it i've done a quick oh. check on the internet i was right danny elfman is jack skeleton singing voice and ah, chris cool. sarandon is his uh, speaking voice ah nice yes very good. In fact, by the looks of it, if you, if you, as is always the case with Tim Burton, if you've been in any of his previous things, more yeah. than likely you will be in some form or other casting another one of his films because it's like a rundown of people who were in, uh, you know, um, what's it called? Uh, Beetlejuice or, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's a good absolutely. Lineup. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. It's very much like Evan Smith, isn't he? That he's made friends and the friends get mm-hmm. the first dibs sort of thing. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's very much like that in some ways. Um, and obviously his uh, his wife is an actress and uh, she's always going to get first dibs of uh, 
Uh, what's no, her name? Helena. No, Helena no, they're not to, no, no, they're not together. They've not been together Aww. for quite a long time, actually. So. Aww. Well, that's ruined my Christmas as well, James. God. No, what else I'll... can I ruin it with? Tell me more. <laughs> well, anyway, she she did appear then in uh, a lot of his stuff, didn't she? So uh... I, I've got some other bad news. She, Bruce and Demi aren't together either. But, oh, I'm not bothered know, by that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Not bothered by that one bit. No, no, no. But I tell you what, that Tom Cruise is still with Scientology. <laughs> I, I kind of guessed that one, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I need to just slurp. Um, so, so, yeah, Wednesday is really, really good, though. I highly recommend it for anyone to uh, watch if you sort of like the story of... Um, the Adams family. Some of the actors that were chosen for the roles I didn't quite agree with. I didn't kind of feel as though they were suited to the role that they've uh, played. Mm-hmm. But again, because I know you've not seen it, I don't really want to go into it. Mm-hmm. But once you've seen it, we'll uh, we'll discuss it a little bit further and uh, we'll come it, back to that. It, it's interesting to see that that has had positive reviews from people and they seem to really take into it. Mm. Whereas the, the reboot of uh, the Monsters just like crashed and burned like no one's business. So Yeah, I do. I feel so sorry for, um, what's his face? Rob Zombie. I forgot his name well, for a second Rob, now. Rob, stop making shit films. Yeah, <laughs> just stick with music. Just, yeah, he, yeah. He's, a, just, <laughs> he's brilliant yeah, at music. Yeah. Just park, park the film career for a bit, and uh... yeah, yeah. Although you know he's done some good films as well. I'm not, you know, I can't dispute like mm-hmm. a House of a Thousand Corpses. I really love that film and uh, the sequel to that and stuff like that. Have you seen those? Devil's Rejects. No. Uh, no. No. Okay. Well, there you go. Nope. nope. But um, yeah, those those are good films. So, but then. They're not remakes of stuff, so nobody else has got the the love I think House, in the background. I think House of a Thousand Corpses might be a remake. I don't know, maybe. Maybe it is then. But, uh, yeah, I, oh, God, here he goes. He's tapping away, Googling <laughs> away. But I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I'm just yeah. having a look. Yeah. Um, no, I think I am wrong. I think that is, is his thing originally, win. so, yeah. <laughs> Good. He claims to know everything about everything, but he doesn't know everything. (laughs) (laughs) No, I thought it was one of his originals, to be honest. But yeah, uh, so those are good films to like check out. But yeah, I mean, he's he's trying. Let's put it that way. Mm -hmm. At least he's trying. (laughs) So amazing musician, though. I I can't fault him on his music. So, but there you have it. I just. I just like the comedy. He's trying. He is trying. He's trying. He's very trying. <laughs> <laughs> just like me sometimes and sometimes like you. <laughs> what? No, 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 no. I'm just, not me. Not me. God tear. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. I really wish that I could say the C word so I could rebuttle that. <laughs> such, such such foulness, you see. See this abuse, salty tadpoles, that I have to put up with. The deserved the, the foul abuse. Language. <laughs> the foul language. <laughs> the threats. Well, it's not foul language because I'm not actually saying the word. I can't say it, so... Yeah, she... she, No, she's lying. She's lying, people. She's lying. Off mic, you know, the the language. Wow. As I said last time, the tit, the swear jar, 
Mm. You could run a whole country from like one week, one week of her foul language. I know. Shocking. Shocking. I know. It's all lies. It's all lies. (laughs) Well, James, I don't know about you, Mm -hmm. but shall we get into some stories of the week? Maybe have a slightly shorter episode this week um, and then, uh, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Sounds like a plan. Okay. So, have you got a story prepared yet, or shall I go with mine first? No. Uh, well, I'll let you go first, ladies okay. first, but I have a, I've got one prepared. Well, what's your story title? Um, Just in case. It's about crisps. Oh. Is it funny, or is it... We'll see. <laughs> you go first. <laughs> okay. I have a feeling mine's going to be a little bit funnier, but I could be wrong. Okay. <laughs> so this is a this is a, one of those articles that makes me question life. So mm-hmm. huge hoop. A schoolboy ten finds a monster three and a half inch crisp in his Aldi's budget version of hula hoops. <laughs> oh, a schoolboy was stunned after opening his packet of Aldi's version of hula hoops, which obviously don't have a name, um, and found uh, and finding one three and a half inches long. <gasps> Will Potts was so proud of his whopper, huge hoop, that he didn't eat it. Instead, the ten-year-old carefully placed it back in his lunchbox to take home, where he later measured the six-gram monster crunch. Proud mother, Angela of Chester, Cheshire, said her lad was thrilled by the discovery of the giant ready-salted snack, which Aldi spokesman said should be submitted to the Guinness World Records. Shoot me now. If that should go into the Guinness Book of Records, I'm done, I'm finished. Just take me out back, old yell at me. I don't even want to know, just one right in the back of my head, because if that's the world we live in, I don't want to be part of it anymore. So, anyway, to continue, when he came home, he said, look what was in my crisp pack, said Angela. He opened his lunchbox and showed me the giant hoop. It's not really a hoop, though, it's just like a weird long tube thing. But anyhow, mm. picture of Will looking... Pleased with himself? On one, yes, but on one of them, he looks a bit, like, unnerved and unhappy. But anyway... Maybe that was maybe it was because that was like literally the only crisp because they do go by weight, don't they? So mm. <laughs> we said he didn't want to eat it. We still have it. We told Aldi and they said it was amazing and to contact Guinness World Records. So we have. She brought the pack of eight hoops from a local store one pa- for one pound thirty-five. How much can they drag this article out? By? <laughs> and and Aldi spokesman said. Thanks for sharing this with us. Possibly the biggest Chris we've ever seen. We recommend contacting Guinness World Records for that monster crisp. In August last year, Sam Lightfoot made a similar discovery after finding a 9.5 centimetre salt and vinegar hula hoop. Ah, so it's a common occurrence then. Mm. The 26-year-old of Aldershot, Hampshire, said the discovery was up there in the top 10 moments of his life. To which I say, Sam, you need to get a life. <laughs> when I, this is Sam still. When I opened it, it was like, what? Then I realised it was an extra long hula hoop, reported the Daily Express. And then in May 2021, I cannot believe there is so much to do with crisps in the length of crisps <laughs> that an entire article could be written. It's bad enough that they mention one, but they have three instances of this. <laughs> and in May 2021, a 3.7-inch hula hoop was found by Rowan Umland in Peckham, South London. 
The 19-year-old claimed the monster snack was the world's biggest hula hoop. And in January 2020, okay, we've got a fourth, Janine Ross discovered a mega 8-inch crisp in a packet of Asda's own brand of onion ring snacks. The 38-year-old mother was convinced the Whopper snack was a record breaker. The previous record for the biggest crisp in Britain was 5.9 inches, a large best sweet chilli crisp from Morrison's. And that's the end of the article. Oh, thank God. And, <laughs> I don't know about you, uh, but thank God. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm losing my will to live. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, congratulations to everybody who found a massive crisp and not at it. Um, you know, I don't know if we can say any more than that, really. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Aldi, I have to say that Audi's Twitter is quite comical, so maybe they actually were like joking about you know going to guinness world records or whatever but you know <laughs> uh... <laughs> so actually yeah their their twitter page is quite funny i don't know if you've ever sort of read anything that they post i will but... have a i'll have a look for it uh, yeah no, no but i will have a look for it but uh yeah the, yeah. uh... <laughs> so I've once I've sent them a message before saying, please, can you just look after the um, the promotion side of things for us? Because you know they just make me laugh mm. all the time. They're just so ridiculous, but it is funny. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> well, James, when you get a packet of crisps, normal packet of crisps, and mm-hmm. you then go to consume them, what do you use to consume them? Uh, my hands and mouth, right. normally. My, uh, my hands to bring the bring the item to my mouth so I can eat it. And and what item um, in your mouth do you use to maybe make it smaller? So to masticate, I have to use my teeth. That was masticate, you pervert who thought I said something else. <laughs> right. Well, my t- my pro- my program my program my story this week is about <laughs> teeth. So there okay. we have it. So, this is from the Daily Star. So, it's getting good. Okay, people. <laughs> and hopefully my phone's not interfering with the microphone because I'm having to use my micro- uh, phone at the moment. So, um, anyway, the story, the headline read, sorry, is um, Woman Mortified as Dentists Give Her Three Front Teeth After Trying to Hide a Gap. <laughs> We shouldn't laugh, but that is slightly amusing. (laughs) Layla Muntis um, went viral on TikTok after she shared her her dentist gave her a third front tooth to hide her gap. She now has to keep the trio of pearly whites until she gets braces. Because all she wants for Christmas is her three front teeth. Um, Taking a trip... To get your pearly whites checked out, uh, checked out usually results in a filling or maybe culling of a rotten molar. Sorry, this is kind of all over the place, so I apologise. Um, oh no, that's something different. This is yeah. We're not going to use the uh, Daily Star uh, for context next time. Context next time because uh, you know it's not great. But anyway, but instead of the above. Layla got an extra tooth planted smack uh, bang in the middle of her two front teeth. In a, t- mm-hmm. in a TikTok clip, 
uh, which racked up a whopping 31 million views, the stunner revealed the dentistry faux pas. I found a picture of her. Uh, she actually looks pretty. quite cute, doesn't she? She's, she's a she's a pretty girl. There's, you know, it's. I mean, it's not. I, I'm going to be honest. If you were just looking at it at a quick glance, I don't know how whether you'd take you actually notice. Yeah, but it's. Uh, it's. It, I, I think it's just like it's a quick fix. But it's, you know, it'll be fine. It'll be sorted out. You'll be okay. It's uh, yeah. a picture with the with a massive gap between the teeth. So, um, yeah, but as long as she's okay, it's... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> she, wants, she wants two front teeth for Christmas, but, you know, she yeah. got three. She got three. And at least now she could put the third one underneath her pillow for the tooth fairy. And the tooth fairy true. comes... Um, so instead of waiting for braces to be applied, it looked like the dentist got a little carried away. Mm. Fake tooth in between my two front teeth until I get a fa a ma fucking ma fucking braces. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> get see, a- see, I told you, salty tadpoles, mouth like a docker. I know. Well, I'm reading as it is. So until I get M A. It's a ma to me. Yeah. Right. And then F A K I N. Mafakin. Mafakin. So exactly what I just said. Mafakin or mafakin. Mafakin or mafakin. So basically what I just said. She wrote in captions uh, gobsmacked. <laughs> gobsmacked. She's got plenty of gob. But a bump. Um, <laughs> at the trio of front teeth many people fled to the comments to offer their reassurance or poke fun at Layla's unique set of gnashes a user giggled don't worry if you cross your eyes you can't see it um and then a per- another one said honestly i wouldn't even notice unless i got up close and point and you pointed it out yeah so it's kind of like what we said you wouldn't yeah. if you just glance you probably wouldn't have noticed you wouldn't take it on board yeah, exactly. It is just, uh, yeah, you definitely wouldn't notice. You probably notice the big, massive gap before you'd notice the um, the extra tooth. Um, sign up to some modelling agencies. This is a look that people could die for. And then there's other ones. Um, meanwhile, a fifth chuckled, How is this possible? <laughs> Uh, Layla is not the only one who has received attention regarding her teeth recently. Oh yeah, she looks worse because I've just seen it with um mm. with the gap, and she looks a hell of a lot yeah. worse with the gap. Mm-hmm. She looks much better with it. I have one more, one more story. Salty Tadpoles will appreciate this. I'm sure you will appreciate this, Jimmer. Sometimes moving an item of furniture can be tricky. Mm-hmm. Can be difficult, can't it? And you might can. need help doing it. Yeah. You might need to hire a van or put the seats down in your car or anything like that. It's not a white or van, a, is it? Oh, it could be. You never know. <laughs> or you hire or you hire a removal firm. Okay. You know, if you want to make sure it's done right. Yeah. You don't normally do this. So, four passengers grappled with a wardrobe on wheels which could not squeeze onto a London train. <laughs> Sorry, say that again. <laughs> Four passengers grapple with a wardrobe on wheels, which yeah. could not squeeze onto a London train. A video was shown. <laughs> the footage tweeted on Monday starts with one hooded individual shoving the wardrobe forward from the platform edge, while a man clutching a bag seemingly advises them on what to do next. But with the wardrobe not budging, 
the two team effort is soon doubled as others step onto the platform and join in the mission. Oh, now, to give you an idea, this is a actual wardrobe and they're trying to get it through the doors on a train. So you've got to get it off the platform. Yeah. And there's a gap. And it's like, there's part of it, by looks of it, hanging over the edge. And they're trying to get it in onto the train. Is this a train or is this a tube train? No, a train a train. train. Okay, well, I mean, that's a plus side, at least. It's not the tube, because, like, literally every minute they close their doors. Yeah. So that would be buggered, that wardrobe. Although the wardrobe was obviously too tall, so it's too that it's too high to squeeze into the train, mm-hmm. the group show no sign of backing away with the impossible challenge. The group are then joined by what would be a staff member, could be a staff member in an orange high-vis vest as they seemingly continue to keep the train held up at the station. The video cut short, leaving puzzle views intrigued to know more about the wardrobe's journey. And they've got it, I mean, by the looks of it, they put it onto some, on some sort of like wheeling trolley thing to try and get it on. You can see them trying to get it up. Uh, one Twitter user commented, that, this is amazing. I'm also intrigued to know what had happened before this. How did they get it to the train station? How did it get through the ticket barriers? This attempt is not the first time passengers have been a bit too ambitious with bringing objects onto a train. <laughs> Around 11 years ago, one man attempted to board a train with his pony at Wrexham Station in Wales. <laughs> Only in Wales. <laughs> Some weird stuff going on in Wales. Yeah. Uh, others have been a bit more successful with another man riding the New York subway on a large sofa. <laughs> oh, that's amazing too. <laughs> and another Twitter user added, this is immense. The guy trying to help who's adding absolutely nothing. Yay. <laughs> a new excuse for a delayed train. Uh, in what world would you think trying to get a... a <laughs> A wardrobe onto a train is a good idea. Dear I, me. No, I mean, <laughs> let's face it. Like, I mean, well, it's tricky because we don't obviously know the background or whatever. But say mm. you, um, you'd actually purchase the wardrobe from a shop. Let's say that the mm-hmm. delivery charge is likely to be around about 15, 20 quid. I mm-hmm. think that would be actually less hassle than getting it on yes. a train. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't uh, like spending uh, uh, money. But, yeah. you know. But but I would be happy to say the delivery, if it's coming a long distance, is say 100 quid. If there's a chance that you spend, okay, you spend 100 pounds on it, but it's delivered properly, mm-hmm. it's, you know, there's less chance that, I mean, looking at this picture, you'd be taking chunks out the top of it, trying to get it onto the train. Yeah. And then guess what? You've got to try, if you manage to somehow, God only knows, get it on the train, you've got to get it off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you've got to assume and hope that the people who helped you to uh, helped you to get it onto the train are going to want to help to get it off again. <laughs> well, you can imagine if you've got quite a distance to get it to, to get it to your house. Yeah, you'd be like you, you're driving along. You're like, is there somebody walking down the like the the road? With a wardrobe. <laughs> I mean, I've seen would, it all. <laughs> that would be amazing, though, wouldn't it? It would be like, you know, Narnia on wheels. Yeah. <laughs> the world is indeed a weird, weird place. <laughs> I do kind of want to know more about that story now, so I'll have to maybe look it up. But, mm. uh, yeah, well, that is a that is a good story. I think you've um, redeemed yourself. Crisps yes. wasn't fantastic, but wardrobe... <laughs> Yeah, that's a good yeah. one. <laughs> so I don't know about you, James, but I think we've been talking enough Codswallop this week. And I think we've both been talking enough Codswallop rather mm-hmm. than it just being one person this mm-hmm. week. <laughs> <laughs> I have been Gemma. 
I am still the wonderful as ever, James. Hmm, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye, everyone. Bye bye. Bye bye.